0: You be cancer, now go live life. And you're like, I'm so happy. And like, I, that's just the character I have to play. Yeah. I throw a mask on without even knowing I'm throwing a mask on. I'm just like, well, I'm the happy cancer survivor. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Like I love life. Yeah. yeah. Which I do. But then it's like then I felt like I couldn't even be sad or like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like, especially with social media, my presence was like smiling all the time and being happy. And I'm like, yeah. it's not real. Mm-hmm. No, it's not real life.
1: When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them?
2: Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about about it.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Squeeze. You have one Taylor Lautner here and a Lily. But don't worry, Taylor is in our episode today. He's just not here filming the intro and Lily is subbing in for Taylor. You' still been in for dinner? yeah, perfect. Okay, well, today's episode I'm very excited about because it is a dear friend of ours, Harry Hudson, joined us. If you guys don't know who he is, he's a singer songwriter. He is so talented. But Harry was diagnosed with stage three Hodgkin's lymphoma at age 20, which is kind of crazy. And we just kind of talked through, you know, his his story about. You know, going through cancer and what that was like for him and the process of after, and just kind of all the details about that, but also uh, all the amazing stuff that he is doing. Um, He has a foundation and they are doing amazing stuff for teen cancer patients. And this episode is just really inspiring. Harry's such a joy of a human, and his outlook on life shouldn't be as positive um, as it is because of you know everything that he's gone through and um, he's definitely faced a lot of a lot of loss and a lot of challenges in his life and he should not be as happy as he is and he is just a joy and just has such an inspiring outlook on life and Taylor and I are so excited for you guys to listen to this episode so without further ado let's get this episode rolling.
2: The man, the myth, the ledge, Harry Hudson. Wow. Woo! Thank wow. you wow. so much for being here with us. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. We're honored to have With my favorite you. tailors I've ever met. I mean, I hope so. It, it It is somewhat of a popular name, but I don't think I know any other
0: tailors, though. Wow. Okay. So it's like, there's only when people say Taylor, I'm like, both of them in your head my head
2: is both of you so it time. really wasn't that much of a compliment is what you're saying no it's the biggest compliment
0: <laughs> guys this is so good now i'm just embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're just the only
2: tailors i know yeah no, so that's why you're the, the best tailors i know right? yeah. I mean, I'm quiet. I'm quiet.
1: It's, it's like what is that a backhanded compliment well
2: sure you're definitely the best harry i know wow was- for sure that was a nice thing. But this, you're also saying. the only Harry I know. Fuck. <laughs>
1: what house. about
2: Harrison? Um. Nope. No Harrisons. Well, that's my real name. It's Harrison. Yeah. Okay. Harrison. No, you're the only Harrison or Harry I know.
1: Is your full name Remington? Stop. <laughs> that's our dog's full name. Remington. Remington and
2: Harrison. That's so good.
1: That's about. What are your middle names?
0: We're like brokers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like remington and harrison stock exchange yeah, or like sure a, you drive past what's it called yeah. um what is the old ring place where they would everybody had all the commercials about get your wedding ring here fuck like a pawn shop oh uh, um
1: you don't know talk about like,
0: lees or no it's like yeah uh, what is it an old jewelry, jewelry famous something? like stuff like right? they would sing a song like get your wedding band here it's yeah. like it sounds, it's and, like it would be on, like, corners of the street. Yeah. The kind of no, I know what you're saying. And then right next to it, it's like an H&R block or something. And, yeah. right. and then right next to that would be like, the Remington and Harrison. Remington and like, Harrison. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, a log,
1: like a law firm or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Law group. Yeah. We fight for you.
0: Yeah, we fucked up. Our parents <laughs> were like, damn it, we made you for the hat. <laughs> we fight for you is so funny. Oh, we
2: man. We can make a
1: graphic for that. Um, Should we start the episode now? (laughs) Yes.
2: Anyways, Harrison, um, we are very honored to have you because your story is truly remarkable. And I just want to say as a friend, like I am so honored to know you and just so proud of the human you are. You were not, you know, dealt the easiest deck of cards by any means, but you have just turned it into just a beautiful person that gives back and helps so many people and shares your talent with the world. And I can just keep going on and on, but, um, you're just, your story is amazing. And we're just so lucky to have you. Thank you.
1: I love you.
0: Wow. Love you, buddy, man. (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, (laughs) life, life has been a, a definitely wild. Oh my God. I was just talking to you earlier, but like I just turned 30 Yeah, and I'm like, looking back, I'm like, what were my, what was my twenties like? And I was like, fuck. Yeah. You know, and you hear the stories of like when you're 20, like in your 20s, just like mess around and have fun and figure out who you are. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like try things if you don't know what you love and yeah. those kind of things. And I had a unique way of experiencing my 20s because I get diagnosed with cancer the same week I turned 20. Yeah. Okay. You know, so it's like it was jumped in like, I'm 20 now. Like I'm about to be an adult. Like yeah. I just like felt that. And then it was like, no, you're going to yeah. be a patient and live in a hospital. Different and, like, plans. Totally. Yeah. And from there, it was kind of like, okay, well, if I don't make it right, because now I'm 20. And I was thinking,
1: yeah, I
0: was making music. I'm about to get a record deal. I'm about to get money and maybe be famous. Like, I'm just like thinking all these heads as a young kid yeah. or a young adult at that point. And then you get diagnosed and they're like, well, we don't know. If you're even going to make it, we just have to see. Right. Yeah. And then your mind like shifts, your whole brain shifts and you're like, Can't who, who am I yeah. even? I'm doing all this stuff, but like, is it even, I'm making music and then I'm listening to it. I'm like, it's not even me. Yeah. I'm just saying what I think people want to hear. Mm. Yeah. And you step back and you're like, well, if I don't make it, what are these next couple months going to be or next? Co- like,
1: yeah. who
0: am I going to be? And I was like thinking, I'm like, I haven't really been my authentic self. Yeah. Mm. Right. Growing up. And I think
1: yeah.
0: that's that from zero to 20, you're trying to figure out. So you're joining friend groups and you're meeting people that you're yeah. in class with that are like kind of like your forced friends.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and you're like, I'm, I think I like them. And yeah. I think and I'm like, wait, but then I would I'm yeah. totally different, and then you go to a different friend group. It's like you're figuring it all out. Yeah, yeah. and then I kind of lost myself in the sense of that in high school and the competitiveness and the
1: yeah.
0: trying to keep up with your neighbor or whatever. Yeah, and then you get then I got sick and I was like, fuck, like I don't even know who I am.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, maybe I, I sh- that. if I do die, maybe it's like a God's. You know, I believe in like the butterfly effect, and I think maybe that God has a plan for everything and everybody. So I like embraced the 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 death side, which is like my biggest fear.
2: Yeah.
0: And after I embraced it, I was like, you know, if whatever happens, it's meant to be,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah. and you have to talk to my brother, my parents and be like, it's okay if something does happen to me because it's like, that's just a part of the plan. Yeah, And I had to figure out how to love myself in the process of that, yeah. you know, and you're like, well, if I do beat this, then like I have a chance to be my full authentic self yeah. and I have the chance to, you know, I believe there's eight billion people, and God hand created you. It's like the odds of being born is like one in four hundred trillion. Yeah. yeah, wow, isn't that great? Like Google yeah. that. I was like, four I was like, I thought a billion or something. It was like four hundred trillion. Yeah, and I'm like, and we're all like trying to compete and compare and right. try to be somebody that's not us and i'm like imagine just like fully diving into who you are as a person and figuring yeah. out who that is and so i think the cancer journey was the best yeah. way to figure that out it's like yeah. dramatic as it was yeah everyone's like how was it and i was like it's the biggest blessing i could have asked for you know is like so it's for me i'm always like preaching and like telling my story because it's like you don't i mean there's so many people who get diagnosed and there's so many people going through treatment and yeah. have cancer. But for the, but for those who don't, it's like learn through me to figure out, you know, you don't have to be on your deathbed to be like, I understand who I am.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: cause I feel like that's a lot of people, but it's usually when they're like actually on their deathbed and it's like, I regret life or I should have done something differently. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think I learned a lot about that through chemo because I was 20. So I'm considered an adult in healthcare. Yeah. Zero yeah. to 19 is pediatric. Oh, wow. 20 is adult. So I'm doing, I'm in a you know, the white room the, the, for the rest in bright lights. And it's like this and we're all in a circle and it's me with like 60, 70, 80-year-olds, 90-year-olds. Wow. And so everyone's like, you're like my grandchild. You should not be here right now. You know, and then you, and you're like, but I'm here. And yeah. they're just giving me all their life advice and what they regretted and what they wish they could have done different. And there's, you know, a billionaire here who's like, I chased all this money and it's not saving my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a person over here who's like, I'm an art teacher and I never drew anything until I got sick and then I started traveling and drawing all the places I've always wanted to draw oh
1: wow
0: you know I didn't have the courage to like raise money and go after my dream it's like jeez. that's and that's most people in the world and for me I'm like okay so I got this unique opportunity to figure out who I am and what do I want in life right yeah and it's like for me I knew I loved music and music is like the saved my life in a way of like this woman who was, who was the art teacher I was just talking about, she sat next to me and she was like, what do you love to do? This is my first chemo. I'm freaking out. And I'm like, this orange liquid's about to get pushed into me for nine hours. Oh gosh, and yeah. like, I'm like, this is like the mood, like your worst nightmare is just like, I'm right here now and you hear beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? This woman grabs my hand and she's like, well, what do you love to do? And I was like, well, I'm... Um, what? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she's like, "What do you like? What do you love to do?" And she's like, trying to be funny and be sweet. Yeah. And I was like, "Um, uh, like, I love to make music." And she's like, "Wow, I love music." And she's like, "Would you? Would you die for music?" I'm like, but hmm? hmm. yeah, I was, like, it's I was so confused. I was like, yeah. huh, like, but I die for music?" And she's like, "Yeah, like, you know, if this was a, if that was the last thing you're gonna do, and this is your last like couple weeks or your last like life right now, it's like, would you would you die for it?" so I started understanding and I'm like looking back why I even create music and looking how it was a beautiful escape right Mm. and we'll get into it but I'm like mental health and music I feel like coincide Mm
2: -hmm. a
0: lot where it's like music is a healing tool right and I'm like growing up music was my biggest healing tool I escaped every reality of my childhood that was like dark and like traumatizing with a Walkman or throwing on headphones or doing something to escape yeah right and that was like the best thing was like oh now I'm in school and like I don't work well in a big classroom. I'm, like, a very one-on-one. Yeah. But, you know, we couldn't afford that, and we're out of school, and so teacher's teaching the 40 kids or 60 kids, and I'm just, like, writing, like, raps or, like, journaling or poems in my notebook all the time. I look back, and I'm, like, oh, music, like, saved me, right? And so then I'm, like, yes, I would die for music. And she's, like, no matter how sick you are, no matter how tired or how nauseous or anxious or, you know, how long your session is, like, always put music before the cancer.
1: Mm.
0: Whether you're listening to it, whether you're in the studio for two minutes, whether you're with a friend who's singing, whether you're with a friend who's writing a song and you just happen to be listening to a song. Yeah. Always make music a part of your day and always make it the most important part of your day. Wow. Mm. Right? And even it doesn't have to be long. And that's what she said. And she was like, and then like after that, I'm like, whoa. And then she's like, yeah, you have to die for music. Right? Mm. And so I'm like, okay, like, that was my go-to because I'm like, and my yeah. doctor overheard it. And my doctor's like, well, if you do beat this, like you make music and you can help a lot of people and like, you mm. can share your story yeah. and all this stuff. And so I was like, amped. I was like, I have to beat this. Like yeah. I have to, like I, my, and then after that, like that was the first day of chemo. And then like, I just was so locked in and she's like, show up to chemo, like it's school, you know, like it's mm. a nine to five, Yeah. show up and that's it, right? yeah. you know, but like focus on your mental health of like doing things that make you happy. Yeah.
1: So something, as you guys know, that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey, journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Like there's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient.
2: Yeah, it's convenient and they have great therapists.
1: Yeah, and its it'll just keep you accountable too. So we highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy has just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, medication, mm-hmm. or both. Get started at cerebral.com/slash podcasts and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's cerebral cerebra dot com slash podcast and use code the squeeze Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy.
0: And I think that perspective changed the shape to my 20s, right? Because now it's like, oh, this is me, right? And then everyone sees, meets me and they're like, oh, you're strange and weird and like very like approachable, right? And like, I have like my unique traits because I'm like, I understand what it's, what it feels like to be hurt inside or like in pain or not feel seen or not feel welcome. And so like, I always try to make that a thing through my energy because like, I am very thankful for life and so appreciative of it. Not like I'm perfect in any fucking sense, but like, you know, I think that shaped the twenties and I'm like, obviously life's this roller coaster. You have to figure it out. And I think it's like figuring out the tools that you need to be happy and be content. And so like after chemo and cancer, that journey, I'm like, Again, then it comes back like, who am I? Yeah. Because do- you think, it's kind of like this, like, well, if I do die, like, I'm so happy. And like, I started social media and I started doing all this stuff when I was sick. When I was done, the doctor's like, so get out of here. I'm like, what? You know, you're going to a doctor every day, like, yeah, every day, you're getting checked, you're like a baby. Yeah. I have a cold and like, they-, they give you something. I have, my finger hurts. You know, it's like you're just being a baby and you're letting all these people take care of you. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, all right, like, get out of here. Like, what do you want to do with your life? hmm. What do you mean? He's like, yes, yeah, you want to make music. Like, go after it. I'm like, wait, that's difficult. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like that's a lot of work. You <laughs> know, it's sounds Ease better when this. you're just like not really, when you're doing it two minutes a day. You're like, yeah. oh, come on. Right. <laughs> and then like, that's when like, and a lot of cancer like survivors like say it, like, after beating cancer is when like a huge depression comes in. It's like a big thing. Mm. They do like camps and like now, like they have like places and facilities you can go to after.
2: Oh, wow. Because
0: you're just so traumatized by the experience and then you're like afraid of everything or you don't want to get it again. or Yeah. So like that was a depression. You look at yourself and you're like, I'm 50 pounds lighter and I have no hair and you still kind of look like the patient, but you're not. And you're like trying to be like, how do I get healthy
2: again? And you're thrown back into life. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, where do I pick up? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I was going to say it's like, I mean, obviously very different, but when people like, come out of jail and they're like, okay, what is life now? Like very similarly, not that you were in jail, but it's just a it's completely like a prison different, in your on your mind pretty much. Oh, yeah. wow. It's, it's something that you have to do. It's just a complete life shift because nothing about going through chemo is normal. It's not, there's nothing like normal about like integrating that into your life. You know, like you have a whole new life experience so that. You don't need to go be at the hospital all the time. You're Correct. like, okay, well, what do I do now? That's so, I didn't even and like that. And then you walk outside
0: that. and you have this appreciation for life, and you're for like, whoa. Sure. And someone's like, get
1: the fuck out of the road.
0: Man! Like, you know, you're <laughs> like, whoa. Like, you're like, <laughs> what is happening? I'm like, don't you see the sky? And they're like, what? Like, don't you see you? Like, the don't you see a sunset when they're like, my way? And yeah. I'm like, you're blocking. Oh my like, gosh. You know, and like, then that's depressing too, because you're trying to talk to people, and then people are like, are like what? And you're like, okay, well, am I the only one who's. This like appreciative of everything, and yeah. yeah, and then everyone's like, "Harry's so happy all the time," or "Harry's so," and it's like that's not the case. I'm just like when I leave the house, I try to like just be myself, yeah. yeah. And that's like you know, I was I try to be happy every day because I'm like I fucking am so thankful to wake up, right? And so yeah. I'm like, how do I become my best self? And that's the everyday process of like trying,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: It's an amazing outlook.
1: Um, how did you? I don't, I don't know if I mean maybe you know this. Obviously, like we know you so we know your story but i feel like there's like details of it that i don't necessarily know that you may know but how did you like find out that you were sick like what was that
0: so wild i had like an asthma attack in my sleep Mm. okay and it happened to be like my mom's my mom like woke me up and she was like yo you got to we have to go to the er pretty much i was like what and she was like you're choking in your sleep like i like i guess like i was just choking and i don't remember it
1: yeah had and you then, done that before? No. Oh no.
0: gosh. And so we go to the hospital. It's, in the ho- it's like the ER in Van Nuys. And we get in, and the person's like, oh, look, seems like you have asthma. We'll just put you on like a pump or whatever, the inhalers and like yeah. a treatment, and like we'll get you out of here. It's probably like 2 a.m. at this point. Yeah. And like, if you want to talk about God, if you want to talk about this, so that, so the head doctor of the hospital mm-hmm. yeah. left his laptop and like his keys at in the, and he had to go through the ER to get back into his office. Mm. And so huh. he's walking through and he sees me. He's not in, like, in doctor clothes. He's just kind of like chilling. Yeah, He sees me and he's like, what are you doing? I'm the only person there at this time. And he's like, oh, what's up? And I'm like, I have an asthma attack. And he's like, cough for me. Cool. Can you do this? And yeah. He's like, come with me. So I'm okay. And we go and we go into the like MRI. We go do like CT scan. We yeah. do like a PET scan. All this, he just turns all the machines on and, like, puts me through all of them, right? And then I'm like, this is weird. And so I started getting weird feelings already. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, ah, this is not normal. I'm very in tune with, like, myself. Yeah. And as crazy as it is, like, I had weird dreams, like, growing up that I was going to get cancer.
2: Mm.
0: Great. Like, visions. Like, Whoa. dreams. Like, a lot of them. Wow. And I was like, um, I remember, like, he's like, okay, we've done the scans and we're waiting for, like, 30 minutes to meet my mom. And he's walking down the hall and I just knew it. This is like the whole thing where like, I knew I was like, something's fucked. And I was like, oh, this is like Oh my God. He walks down the hall with like the scans, like all like the x-rays or whatever. And he like gets on his knee and he's like, This is the worst part about my job. And I was like, oh Jeez. my God. And he puts the like puts the, the 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 pictures up and it's just tumors like all through my body, like a lot. And he's like, You're like, you like have tumors everywhere pretty much. And my mom's like, did we catch it early? He's like, you, he has to do that chemo today. So So where did they catch it? Like, at what stage? Like, early stage four, late stage three. Like, like, the beginning of stage four. Definitely not early. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So my mom's like, now my mom's hysterically crying. And for me, I'm like, my mom's like my fucking person. So I'm like, and I'm the funny guy. Like, I always, I've had a lot of trauma as a kid. And so like, I... I'm the funny guy. It's yeah. easy to, like, make it a joke. Yeah. Instead of, like, making it my reality. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always funny. And so I'm like, Mom, like, how do I make this funny? I'm like, Mom, it's all good. Like, whatever. Like, you know, it's like... And I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, what just happened? Right? And then they're like, well, we have to get you into treatment, like, now. And my mom's like, well, we're not going to do treatment in Van eyes right now. Like, we don't even know. Like, we have to figure this stuff out. So the next day, like, my grandpa was on board at, like, a can- at, like City of Hope Hospital and, like, something... We're like, Mm. we got a doctor the next day and like in the hospital, I had severe pneumonia and like we have to get rid of the, it was a whole thing. And now I dropped like 30 pounds in two weeks or 40 pounds, like something even crazier. And then, because you can't do a surgery when you have pneumonia. When you have an infection, Uh you can't can't be put down. And they had to do a biopsy. They had to do like a spinal tap. They had to do something else. Like I did like five surgeries in like two weeks. Wow. And so like my body's just like, what the fuck is happening? To the point where like, graphic but like i'm pissing myself and like you know it's like yeah. i can't even go to the bathroom by myself i have to get picked up and like i'm like what i was just like a normal i was normal as fuck a couple of weeks ago and now yeah. it's like i don't have the strength to do anything yeah wow and then i start chemo right and then because it, it was like you had to get rid of the pneumonia we had to like do all these like treatments and weird things that they were trying to figure out what's happening and those like weeks were like the scariest moment of my life because like they were thinking it, it was leukemia Mm. so if that was the case i would it would have been like three more weeks after that and it would have been like gone really and so like those like weeks of figuring out what it was was like the worst yeah oh my gosh right and so i had lymphoma which is another type of blood cancer but more curable Mm -hmm. and more like treatable so it's like when it's like curable but it's like treatable for sure and yeah and then like so we just like started it was like not even. it was from that day of like you have it to like blacked out for like a year and a half, two years almost, like, of, like, going through the whole... Is that how long the the journey was, like, yeah, in total? To like, yeah, to, okay. like, get better and, like, okay. fully be, like, clean and from everything and remission and all that stuff. Wow. Wild times, for sure.
2: Wild times, indeed.
1: Are you, like, in the clear and remission, I think, yes. like, for good yes. now? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because uh-huh. now we pass, like, the 10-year, like, I had it 20, I know I'm 30 now, so yeah. I'm, like, woo. Okay, we did it. So now I'm like going into like the 30s. It's like okay, like yeah, I feel healthy, you know. And that's what we're talking about, like doing the marathon. Yeah, right. It's like my 20th. I was diagnosed and I couldn't do shit. And like my 30th, I'm like, mar- like the mm-hmm. fact that oh, I can wow. have that blessing in life, and the mm-hmm. fact it's mm-hmm. like, wow,
2: Dang.
0: you know, I'm so lucky. And I feel like I've been still learning out, figuring out who I've been in my 20s. Right? Because yeah. even after treatment, I make music, and then I get a record deal. And then my dad passes at 23, right? And I'm like, so now I'm like. I
1: didn't realize you were that young. All right, was and that so I'm close. like,
0: what just happened now? So like he just passed from a heart attack and that was the closest person I had. And like my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, like my best friend. And I'm like, he was totally fine and normal. We're about to go see a movie and then like he doesn't answer his calls. And then his friend finds him like oh dead gosh. on the floor. You know, and you're like, well, that's another traumatizing thing, you know? And like my brother and I had to go see him and like make sure it was him. And like,
2: oh. it was yeah. like this whole thing of like,
0: you want to be f- traumatizing your brain? Like go see your dead yeah. parent,
2: mm.
0: you know? Like, and it's like, that was heavy and weird. And that was another trauma that like, just shocked my system. So now I'm like yeah. worried about what happened with like any cancer or anything before. Now I'm like, I thought would, and earlier I was saying like I came to terms with death on my side, Yeah, but not, not death not in way. general. Yeah, Yeah. Cause then when that happened, I was like, my world is shocked
1: being that young processing going through chemo and going everything that on your own like how how do you like process that but then have to process like the death of your father right after that like i it was
0: the weird moment was that was right when he passed like i was about to go on my first tour mm. really and so i was like gearing up for that yeah and I have this tattoo. I don't know what side. It's on this side, and it says "singers sing."
1: Mm-hmm. When you look in the mirror, mm-hmm. so
0: I'm like a hold a microphone or whatever, you can take a like. It's like yeah, yeah. You see, and that's my dad would always say that because we'd sit on the couch. My dad's like, "So sing me a song," and like that's like my like I want to make impress him the most out of anybody. So I was like, yeah. "Nah, like I'm not ready. I'm still getting used to my voice. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like yeah." And he's like, "Here, you don't like singers sing. Like that's what they do." And I'm like, you <laughs> know, and, and like this whole thing. So after he passed, like I did my first show ever two days after he passed. I remember you telling me this. And so like, they were like, you don't have to do it. And it was like more of like a pop-up kind of like acoustic show. And I was like, but singers sing, right? Like, and I'm like, my dad would be so fucking mad if I didn't do what I love because Mm -hmm. of him, because I know it wasn't his fault that he randomly passed. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: I think you have to come in terms with that where it's like, I'm in so much pain, but I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna get closer with my dad when I'm on tour. Yeah. And I can grieve with people. Yeah. Mm. Right? So every night on my shows, I'm like, man, this is what I'm going through right now. And, like, my brain is, like, wild. And so you have all these people coming and sharing their stories of people they've lost. And yeah. you're kind of finding, like, comfort in all of that, which was so unique and a beautiful yeah. experience. Because I'm talking to people and, like, it's not like, these are fans. It's like, these are, like, your friends and family that are showing yeah. up to support. And, like, yeah. they hear you with. and they listen to you. Yeah, I connect if someone can see you, that's what I was saying. Like, that's the biggest thing. It's like being heard and feeling seen. It's like, yeah. yeah. so when people show up to your show, they're like they're definitely listening to you and they're definitely looking at you. And it's like, you want to give that back
1: yeah, in yeah. a
0: certain way. And so that was really beautiful. But then, you know, after the tour is done, a year and a half later or whatever, then I'm like...
1: Yeah. Left alone with your thoughts. <sighs> to yeah. But
0: now... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here comes COVID. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and gosh. so then it's like, yeah... So my 20s were like, (laughs) let me teach you some fucking lessons, right? And they're like, oh, you were quarantined for two years in the beginning of your 20s. We're going to fuck you again and put you, put back on that mask and gloves. And you're like, what? So I was kind of used to it already at that point. Of like, I can be quarantined. I've done this before. But I was like, I didn't. So, and that was like where I fully started grieving. And I was like, oh my God. Interesting. You know? And you find out through like relationships here and you find out like through like your friends and like life. It's like you kind of figure out who you are. And I, yeah put so much shit under the rug because yeah. it was so quick of your life because you're not paying attention it's like yeah be cancer now go live life and you're like i'm so happy and like I, that's just the character i have to play yeah i throw a mask on without even knowing i'm throwing a mask on i'm just like well i'm the happy cancer survivor yeah Duh. like i love life yeah you know? which i do but then it's like then i felt like i couldn't even be sad or like and mm-hmm. i feel like i'm like especially with social media my presence was like smiling all the time and being happy and i'm like yeah it's not real mm-hmm. no it's not real life and it's like for me i want to figure out who i really am and then show people that right yeah not like let me i'm figuring it out in real time it's like and now i feel like i've i finally found that
1: yeah
0: through the process and especially after covid i'm like okay like i know what type of person i want to be You know a type yeah. of like husband i would want to be a type of father or something eventually where it's like i i
1: yeah. get it
0: yeah and it's a blessing that I had a dad that loved me. So it's like, oh, like yeah. I get to teach my kids one day eventually when it's like, you had a dope grandpa that you don't know, but he's like me, yeah. better looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's it's all the process mm-hmm. of just like growing up. And I think it's yeah. so beautiful. But I feel like people put so much pressure on themselves right now. Yeah. And sure. I'm like, I've been there and I feel like we've all been there of like, don't yeah. don't take it so serious. You know? And yeah. it's like, there's not that much pressure to enjoy your life, especially being in your 20s. Yeah. that's like the biggest thing and I'm just like I meet people and like, I'm like oh, I'm in my 20s now <laughs> you know I can just like say that and I'm like yo <laughs> don't take it so serious Yeah, find good friends find people that you can laugh with a lot find people that you can tell real life talk real life with Yeah, I'm lucky that I have a group of friends where I can like walk into a room and like be like let's get real Yeah, you know, I can talk to you I can talk to those people I can be like hey this is how I'm feeling and I know I feel seen and yeah. people be like oh well we're here
1: yeah for sure
0: that's what friends are for, right? It's like reach out, and like let's talk. And a lot of people are like surface level, mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: Outfit looks cute, like let's take pictures and like let's like you know go somewhere and yeah. go, like it's like let's distract with each other,
1: yeah.
0: And we like each other's company, but I'm like having the conversations that are not easy to have. Yeah, I don't know. Are very is very special.
1: Yeah,
0: when you're like trying to figure out who you are.
1: Totally I agree with that yeah we've we've been very lucky. I feel like over the past few years, we've really like honed in on like our friend group that is able okay. to have those conversations. And I feel like I've, for the first time, been able to like have those conversations with friends over the year. And it's so, it's so rewarding and it's so cool to like have friends that one are of safe space, but like also it can be like, Hey, Tay, like you kind of did this and like, just letting so you know, like, this kind of hurt me or if this kind of came across this way and I know that it's like not they're not judging me they're genuinely like hey I love you but like we should work on this and I'm like great like I trust that and it's so like safe having and it, that
0: and that's like becoming like the best they want your friends want the best for you yeah and it's like hey this is so, which is so hard and you guys have I love all your as friends we also have like couples that are like the best yeah you guys have, like, a solid, like, couple groups of friends that I'm, like, all the married couple. That's, like, fire.
1: Yeah.
2: And they're,
0: all like, the we- sweetest people. I'm, like, fuck. That's the dream over here.
1: That's the dream. We do have married friends now. It makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm 26. You're so old, man. So old. Just so like a old. baby. Yeah. I did have, a, like, this weird, what was it, a couple months ago? I had this epiphany, or I guess realization that I turn 27 next year. Mind you, it's in March of next year. But, like, not soon, really. But I literally was driving and I called Taylor and I was like, I'm turning 27 next year. He's like, babe, it's like literally eight months away. Like, calm down. What are you doing? And I was like, 27.
2: She's like, I turned 30 in four years. <laughs> so she know what's going happen okay. in four years? Like,
1: enjoy, oh. the,
2: enjoy it. Yeah. I
0: also feel like you're super mature at yeah. your age where I'm like. You and that's the beauty where you're like, I can keep up with people and I'm still young and like yeah, have yeah. some time to figure out some stuff. You yeah, for sure.
1: We laugh because some of our friends are literally like my parents' age and sometimes we like it's kinda weird. I mean <laughs> we hang out with my parents. My <laughs> friends are fun. <laughs> definitely. We cool have those parents. ones where I'm like, You are the exact same age as my parents, or like <laughs> some of my friends are closer to my parents' age than my age. I'm like, this is funny. But I mean, you're five years older than me, so Okay.
2: I can keep up. It's all Anyways, <laughs> ah, moving on. Couldn't
1: just say my age? I,
2: I, I uh, okay. I'm we get it. I, I, we get it. I'm old. Yes, I'm. i balding. All right. That's you know, balding. On. Let's talk about. The,
0: let's, let's let's put out the elephant in the room now, Taylor. Goodness, I have
2: three hats on right now. <laughs> three hats. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, He's like,
1: I'm gonna crawl in a hole now. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. okay. Back to my question. Um, if, what, what words of encouragement would you give to somebody that just got or recently got diagnosed and their world just feels shattered? Is there anything to say it's, in that moment? And that's something that's like,
0: it's a great question because so many people like have friends or family. Yeah, that like what they're what like, say? what do you do? And what you do you feel say? helpless. Yeah. So for somebody who's got diagnosed. All you can do is embrace mm. what you're going through and know that like cancer doesn't define you, but it is definitely a part of you right at that moment. Yeah. And once you can embrace it and be like, okay, I have cancer is the first step of getting over it is how yeah. I feel. Um, and really like dialing in with your friends. If you have friends, you know, like that's a, a, such an important piece that I had where I was like, I had friends come over. Mm hmm i'd be sick as fuck like i'd be in my bed knocked out i'd be sleeping for hours i would have seven friends over in my living room my mom's making them dinner or they're ordering food and they're playing video games or watching the game so my friends would come in my room be like hey we're in the living room like we're here yeah you know and just hearing them like oh my god like changed my life i can cry about it because i'm like oh like you know you could knowing that you can't get up and interact with them but knowing that they're there the reason that they're there is because of you
2: yeah you know, like
0: they can easily be at home, but they're all just like hanging out with each other. Wow. And we always made that a thing. Like, oh, after Harry's done with chemo, all the friends are going to meet at the apartment and we're all going to just like hang out, Wow, you wow. know, and with that, like keep friends around and you might, you might lose a lot of friends because I lost friends during the process because friends, especially at that age, yeah, because I was, you know, uh, right now I'm like, I like to speak for like the young adults in that community, um, but it's like, you're going to lose friends. And don't let that affect you mm-hmm. it's just because they don't know how to handle that situation yeah for me like where are my best friends some of my best friends not around and it's like because they're like we don't want to see our best friend die yeah. you know and it's like we don't want yeah. to see him when we can't do anything about it yeah, yeah. you know because they're all like we work we we do everything together and then when i got sick a lot of people were like
2: whoa yeah what do i do now?
0: you know and like i talk to my friends now because we're still close and i'm like you know at the time I'm like that was that hurt my feelings and i'm like yeah but like you're the closest person I had at the time. So it's like, I didn't want to lose you, you know? And it's like, things like that. And you put that in perspective of like, okay, like, don't, it's your journey. Yeah. And so just like, be patient with yourself, but also like, find. And that's why I started my charity. Hey, I'm here for you. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm helping others find like their music. Right. So I had music to fall back on. And it's like, figure out what, what is your music? What is the thing that makes you tick? What is the thing that gets you happy? Like genuinely. Yeah not because someone has so many likes on it or they they got the most comments because they did this trend or they did this. It's like create your own thing and like yeah. figure out who you are. And, yeah, you know, those things are very unique. And so when someone's like diagnosed, it's scary as fuck and there's not much you can do. And it's like I'm, my heart breaks for those people. And it's like, how can you, now it's about like, okay, well, you well, you have it, right? And that's like find find something you love to do and make that a part of your day. Yeah. It's like the best advice I can give somebody. And then for someone who has a friend or someone going through that or a family member, it's like, everyone's like, I get that asked a lot. Like, what do I do? It's like, just be there.
1: Mm.
0: Don't ask all the time. How are you feeling? You feel like shit? Like, you know, it's like, it's like, but you don't know what to do. So I get it. How are you feeling? You just want to like make them feel like, but then people just want to feel like normal and seen. And it's like, just be patient, be kind and just be there. Whether it's bringing someone lunch or just showing up at the house or just making somebody like, Hey, I'm here if you need me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's why, again, started the charity. Hey, I'm here for you. I have a tatted on my palm.
1: Oh, stop. Oh.
0: You'll shake your hand.
2: Like, what is that? <laughs> it's a tat, fool. It's a nice segue. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun conversation starter. I yeah. love that. Where did that come from? Like, did the foundation, where'd the name come from? Like, why were you like, I'm going to start a
0: foundation? So, when, when did you start it? A couple of years back during COVID. Okay. I made an album. And the album's called Ham hey, I'm Here For You. Yeah. And it was like this whole thing while I was making the album that I got inspired to do the charity. Okay. And so I work really closely with Teen Cancer America, which is foundation, like started by Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend from The Who, that band, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one little band. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Heard
2: of them.
0: And they took it from the UK and they brought it to the US. And when I was sick, I did Good Morning America when I was 20. And like they saw it. And reached out and they were like, we want you to be a part of, while I was in treatment, they're like, we want you to be like ambassador for Teen Cancer America. And so I did that. And like, I was like going through treatment and showing people what it was like. And like, I was working with Teen Cancer America. And what they do is they build out facilities inside hospitals. Yeah. Like a safe space. So if you're a pediatric patient, you're zero to 19. So you're 19 doing chemo with a two-year-old. Right, so your brain is like, I can't relate to this kid, and I feel really bad for this kid, but I'm also yeah. going through something too. Yeah, you know, so it's a really mind fuck, and so they build out a space because HIPAA laws say if we were in the we were on a, we were in the cancer center together, and I'm like, you know, I love country music, and I love you know blah blah. blah. Is there anybody on this floor that likes country music near my age or something? And they're like, they can't can't you can't disclose anything. Yeah. Like, no little information like that. No yeah. big information. no Not even the name. Not even an age. Wow. You can't when the nurses want to so bad, mm. right? Because they're like, I think they would be best friends. But the only way you can do that if you meet in a common ground.
1: But
0: mm. there's no spaces built in any hospital.
1: Yeah.
0: And so Teen Cancer America has been going in and they build out spaces for teens to escape 13 to 19 they can escape and like be in a space like this where there's computers and a tv and it could be a podcast room it could be a meditation room it could be a recording studio like just a space where young adults can go in and feel free draw and paint or whatever yeah and most hospitals do not have that and the donations in the cancer world, like pediatric, you just go down Sunset Boulevard and you or McDonald's and you see a baby with a tube in its nose and it's like pediatric. Donate to the Children's Hospital. Yeah, you know, and you donate your dolls and you donate your pacifiers and you donate your teddy bears and Barbies. So true. And then the 13 and 19 year olds are like, but what do we get?
1: Yeah. yeah. Dang.
0: And so that's why I started the charity because I'm like I see it because I was 20 and I felt alone. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm with. So I'm like, imagine those kids. I'm like, I get the feeling. Yeah. You want to feel seen and heard, especially in that world they're not like a teen but there's like the they yeah. made it like a fantasy like falling in our stars and everyone's like ah oh, the couples that fall in love and they're sick and dying where those producers hit me up and they're like so is this right like we think kids they feel like this and stuff and you're like what the? Fuck? it comes like this like sexual fantasy almost like this weird thing that was happening where it's like all these teen cancer heart throbs and yeah. you're like what's happening right now you're like i'm so confused Definitely a few of them it's so dark out. and you're like i don't know what's happening <laughs> But like that, that's what the teens get is like a, you know yeah. and these movies are not really I don't know what they're really doing for teens with cancer except just like highlighting it yeah. I guess but it's like you, I that's I was so focused and so fucking passionate about building this space and so we built it in Nashville.
2: Yeah. As you can tell there we go. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Was that a couple few years ago when when when, when did you it finish so, building?
0: I think it got done about like right after COVID. Okay. And then now it's like in the process because you couldn't go for a couple of years after COVID right. because like yeah. you you have to monetize everything. And like, so now it's really ramping up. N- now it's, that's ra- why I'm moving over there. Love it. And so it's like, I want to really be a part of it to focus on kids. And so we built out this cancer center and it's with teen cancer. It's with me. Kylie helped us raise money for it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Cause she got to come do some of the chemos when I was sick. And so it was like, we're like, what? Let, let's do something together. Yeah. Right. And so sweet. We got to do that, which is so beautiful. And now it's a space, and we're now we're gonna get into the next steps of like, okay, like let's figure out what these, how to find their music. So yeah. we're starting with Nashville, and we want to obviously expand. Yeah. Well. And, but and already hospitals been reaching out. Like we want. And I want to do that, but I want to figure out how to really program it right. Yeah. Sure. So then we can be like, okay, let's copy and paste. Yeah, let's yeah. copy and paste because be like well oiled machine. Yeah, because yeah. without you know, they build the, the the center and they build place where you could have treatment and stuff. And I'm like, pretty much what we're talking about. How do I be the fun uncle? How can I come yeah. in and be like, I know you're going through all this stuff, but how can I come and provide? It's like yeah. not just a dream. It's like a path. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is it? Yeah. Right. Because then it could. The smallest thing could just be, I want to act. Okay, cool. And Taylor's like, hey, I'm in Nashville for, okay, cool. These, out of the 155 kids, these 10 really want to act. So he can be like, oh, I'm going to come and teach a class. Yeah. Right. And then you might be like, hey, there's three kids I really like, and I feel like they have something like special. And now you're like, I'm going to put them on an email thread and like, just see how they're doing once a month or once every, you know, it's like just, or connect to them every, or however you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now these kids who come from nowhere can be like, wait, there's an opportunity that I would never have had yeah. ever in life and now I have something to fight for. But you're telling me that like Taylor saw me and like like there's like little unique connections that I've got to have in this world and I'm like to build hope with kids who don't have it or have the most of it. Yeah. It's like really special and I'm like how do I how do I build something that can if the kid wants to be a scientist. Like how do you lead him to or her to be that. Cause a lot of these kids want to be doctors. Oh,
1: wow. Cause they want to find so a cure. Cool.
0: They want to figure out how to be, wow. you know? And so, like, it's like, okay, like, what's your, what college do you want to go to? in the 14 year old girl, you know? And it's like, okay, how do we, for the next, how long are you going to do treatment? How do we provide and help you with yeah. the tools to get you to that goal? Yeah.
1: Know?
0: Right. So now your brain's distracted with like, oh, I'm missing prom and I'm da da da, missing football games and, And now you're like, oh, I can be a full adult and like not have it be so serious. It's like the it's like, oh, like I'm excited. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm having a songwriting class today or I'm doing, you know, yoga today or whatever it is. We're just I want to provide kids to have a new vision. Yeah. Because I also think along with the physical treatments and the medicines, I also feel like the mental is. And I feel like that's what you guys started. Started this right was like the focusing on the mental and the mental health of what's going on in the world cuz i feel like it's been way more difficult after covid. I yeah. Like a lot of people's mental health like declined a lot. Yeah. You know, and so it's like imagine after covid and then getting sick and then you're like, Fuck. oh yeah. Yeah. And like the rates of young adults with cancer like spiked like 25% since covid.
1: Really?
2: Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Interesting. Just cuz people weren't like getting checked. Mm-hmm. I know. Exactly. I, I remember when i was still exactly. working at the hospital cuz i worked as a covid nurse yeah. at Northridge and I remember hearing that, like, once we kind of, like, reopened up, it was, like, the number of, like, cancer patients, like, shot up because no one was, like, didn't, no one wanted to leave. No one was getting checked. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Did I ever re- even tell you that? I think you did. I don't know if we talked about it, but yeah, that that's sound, wild.
0: Sound familiar. Yeah. So, like, that's difficult. Yeah. And then you have most of these nurses quitting. Yeah. Because, they're barely getting paid and yeah. it's so intense and they're trying to build real relationships with these kids who are passing away. It's like yeah, wild thing. So I'm trying with the charity, I'm trying to take care of the nurses and also the kids that yeah. they're taking care of too. So it's right. like yeah. providing for both worlds because it's like they're, they need to be there because they're yeah. pretty much pride, like yeah. prime caretakers of these kids.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, how can people support your foundation?
0: Just by being, a you know, Click link my bio. Okay. No, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> subscribe link it. Below. And like. uh, um no, so we're 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 launching the website in the next month. Okay. We're really building it out, trying to get it all right. Yeah. We're gonna have like a shop and things like that. So the volunteer, there's gonna there's gonna be all that. So once that Great. comes up, I'll send it to you guys. But it's hey I'm here for you dot org, right? I always get confused with the org. Yeah. Because it's an organization, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, org. It just doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, or. like whoever did that org. Um, mm. dot com, dot org. <laughs> um But it's <laughs> hey, you, dot org, And we're going to have it up and running. It's going to be beautiful. We're shooting um, a video for it okay. now just to like show because I want to be the most transparent charity. I don't want to like write it from like yeah. a old man's perspective like this charity was started in 2019 or started by Harry Hudson he's a singer and a songwriter from California (laughs) you know it's like it's just gonna be a video of me like this is why I did it pretty much what I just told you in 45 seconds like this is what I'm doing this is why I'm doing it here it is yeah right so we're making that video and then once that goes up then we're gonna go live and then people can donate through just buying merch or donate in general yeah or you know, just to see, because I want I want to be really transparent with it. So if someone gives me know. money, I want to be like, it's not going to be the going into a cure, right? Because you yeah. donate so much money, trillions of dollars into the cure, yeah. You don't you just put it there and you don't hear back. Yeah. But yeah. if someone gave me ten grand, I can be like, we bought, you know, five laptops and six yeah. uh, iPads and this, and you can show them. And then these yeah. kids are we downloaded this for these kids, and there there happened to be you yeah. know, started putting music programs on it and one's getting into graphic design with it. So you can kind of keep up yeah, and be like, oh, that's whoa, awesome. like I know where my money went. Mm-hmm. And like, that's that's awesome because I help kids that would never for have sure. been able to yeah. p- be provided with those types of things. Sure. Yeah. Um, So so we're building out that program we're doing, because I just want to do it right. I want to do it 100% just like you can see where your money goes. You can, you know,
1: yeah, get sure. the kids
0: involved and start just building it out because I want to, you know, make it like the 100, 200 year. Charity, give it to like my great great, great grandkids. Let's so go. You're, the the you're process you're of, doing the it, of doing it is difficult. I can't yeah. you know? So it's like I don't want to do it. And just be like let's make money and look good. Yeah. You know, it's like let's actually do good. Let's yeah. like, feel good. and Let's figure out how to do that because once it's lined up, then it's like
1: yeah,
2: the easiest part. Yeah, yeah. I love that. More than on your way.
1: Yeah. Well, congrats to you on that. Your new song that's out, "Emotional Hangover." Where did you? You also have a meditation version, and I would love to hear why you did that. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that question because (laughs) I like to talk about that. It's so funny because I was with my producer. um, His name is Izzy Fontaine. Okay. Best guy. Mm -hmm. Izzy's the best. And so we're (laughs) together. I I was doing therapy a lot with him at this time. And so I made it uh, like a point after my therapy I would have a session with him.
1: Mm.
0: So I'd leave therapy and go right to him and be like, that's what I feel. Yeah. Right. And he would try to produce to the feelings I was making. Right. And wrote that song really quick and I was like oh it'd be cool to like we're talking about oh what if we did an acoustic version or a stripped down yeah, version yeah, and like yeah. you know now TikTok's like the sped up version and the slow down version it's like yeah, all these yeah. things and I was like what about the version without me on it and he's like what does that sound like and then we're both just talking and I'm like because I we both started getting into meditation together
1: okay mm-hmm.
0: and I was like "We're well, I was just like what if we made like a meditation version and take the same chords And it's the same instrument. We just like elongated everything and like put verbs and different sounds on what the produced beat was already. Yeah. And so we like stripped it down, but made it more towards, and we found frequencies. Yeah. So the emotional hangover frequency is like the heart chakra. Mm. Wow. And like through like the binaural beats. And so like we just like kind of like went in on it in a crazy, like weird way. Cause I was like, that's, cause that's where I'm at and I'm really focused on my mental health. Yeah. And sometimes it's like hearing a voice throws me off. And I'm a singer and like, I can make music. And like sometimes I'm like, yeah. It's crazy because the biggest like playlists are hot 100, like top 100, like yeah. pop songs or like reading and meditation music. Yeah. 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 Background music, yeah. yoga music. And you know, it's like those types of things. It's like yeah. huge. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I meditate all the time and it would be really beautiful to, do something in that sense and it's five minutes yeah. so I not like sit there and because everyone's like how do you meditate and it's like if you can just like sit without your thoughts for yeah. five minutes yeah. that's meditation right yeah. Right, and so it's like all you have to do is put this song on and close your eyes and when it ends go start your day go do something or if you're at yeah. uh, lunch break at work yeah, you know, listen to it for five minutes and all it's just five minutes, minutes and you're like yeah. okay because the point of meditation is to come back into self yeah right and for me I'm anxious a lot. Yeah. So if I don't meditate, mm. I can come home and my brother knows. He's like, he'll know. Like I'll come <laughs> home and like, hey, what's up? I'm like normal for five seconds. I'm also bipolar. <laughs> and so like I get triggered and do all these like weird yeah. ass things. And then it's just like I'm not in my I'm not like centered.
1: Yeah. And once
0: like I step away for five minutes, I'm like breathe and listen to this meditation songs, then I'm like that'll center you. Yeah. So sorry. I was like, I was a demon. It's like, you know, when like people, it's like, give me a Snickers or whatever that commercial yeah. is. Yeah. I'm a monster. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's how it is. Like meditation. We are like, oh Such man, I'm biology. sorry. I was freaking out for no reason. Like it's not that deep. I don't know what I was doing. Like I couldn't find my water. My like, everything's ruined. Yeah. There's <laughs> water bottle. You know, it's like <laughs> those types. So I think I did that because I I love talking about mental health now. And I love talking yeah. about meditation, how it saved my life. Yeah. But I'm not trying to sit here and be like, I'm a yogi. I'm just saying it's just an escape to like dive back into yourself to be like, I can go through the rest of the day and be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not going to be like overwhelmed or whatever. Yeah. And so for all those songs that are going to come out, we're going to do a meditation version really with them. Yeah. Cause I'm like, so it's taking a little bit of time because we're like, like,
1: trying to make all that perfect. Making a double amount
0: of songs. And then also like trying to focus on the chakras and the healing aspects of the music and you know, a lot of people are like, we love the meditation versions of the song. So I'm like, I haven't really dive, dove into it. And now, like, I'm about to really yeah, focus on the next couple of months with, like, the music and this marathon. The New York City marathon. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to do this whole meta world where, like, I'm going to start posting on social media. I haven't posted in so long.
1: Yeah.
0: I <laughs> people are just like, man, what the hell? <laughs> um because also like I'm just like I'm just trying to be the like I'm just trying to be human and interact first because I was so heavy on social media before and now I'm just let me just chill and so when I come back I'm like I want to come back in a really unique way and like not be the guy who's like you've ever you've ever been through life and lost lost you know a car or something (laughs) I don't know what the fuck (laughs) I'm saying and then someone's like well, this is a song for you or like you you see all like that's how people promote songs and 200,000 songs get released every two days wow but, Think about that. Like twenty thousand artists are just like here's a song that wow. I made, and I'm re- it means a lot to me.
2: That's so yeah. crazy. And you're like
0: whoa. I'm like this. Is- There's so much in the world. And it's like how do you again be your unique self yeah. and come up with something that hasn't really been released? So like yeah. the meditation version the mental health. Like we're shooting this short film right now that's like building up to the marathon, and then also after the marathon, it's like wow. I'm trying to you know it's like and then it's yeah. gonna my music's all gonna be a part of that. And so it's like the health, the mental health, the, it all leads into how music changed my life and like helping people find, again, their music, whether they're sick or not sick. And it's like life's short and we should all be doing what we love
1: yeah,
0: or figuring it out. Yeah. You're still young. You'll get
2: it, Tay. I'll get it someday. She's good. (laughs) She's not 27 until next March. Yeah.
0: You have so (laughs) much time. I remember when I was 27.
2: (laughs) Best years. Yeah. They're good years. Good years coming. so excited yeah. for you I do
1: feel I it is less scary because I like watched Taylor go through the same age you know like I watched yeah. you go You're through like those years me. I was wild yeah so I'm like okay I feel
0: I saw him do like I could do the yeah. same thing
1: he got through it I can get through it
0: <laughs> I, can be, I can be tan and handsome <laughs> I, don't
1: I definitely can't be tan part or <laughs> <laughs> I definitely cannot get there well I mean fake tan spray tan
2: we all have our ways you know absolutely
0: love you buddy I love you love you I love my tailors I love life and you know keep on rocking in the free world you know
2: let's go squeeze out
1: (gasps) squeeze out wow
0: (laughs) squeeze out goes
1: crazy (laughs) (laughs) oh man thank you so much for squeezing us into your day please be sure to rate review and follow our pod and check out full episodes on YouTube
2: you can follow me at Taylor Lautner, my lovely wife at Tay Lautner. Check out the Squeeze on Instagram at the Squeeze, and also give a give a little uh, glance and a follow to Lemons by Tay. That's at Lemons by Tay on Instagram and lemonsbytay.com.
1: And also be sure to email us lapner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, any guests you'd like to see, we've gotten some interesting emails so far, which has been awesome. But most importantly, please continue to talk about your journey with those around you and send our show to a friend that you think could use a little extra squeeze in their life.
2: Absolutely. Toodles, magoodles, everyone.
1: Magoodles.